Hi, this is Gigi from Paranormal XL Podcast, sitting here with Ghostly Fog. Hi. Hi. Gigi. Gigi. We just met like about 13 seconds ago. Yes. Awesome. And you guys, yeah, we were just chatting about podcasts very briefly, and I'm like, well, sit down, have a, you know, have a seat, and we'll just chat here. You guys just, now, you guys just said you started, now, you're, do you guys have a group, like, it's, a, it's just a podcast you guys do? Um, my stepmother and I do the podcast, okay. and I have an investigating group, okay. which we call PXL Crew. Where are you guys from? Um, Hastings, Michigan, and Ionia. Oh, Ionia. It's yeah. out by, yeah. Uh, she, yeah, Amber's from Grand Haven. Yeah, Amber's <laughs> sitting on the floor right now behind us. Uh, yeah, we know that area very well. Okay. How long have you guys been doing the podcast? Uh, since March. Oh, really? Yeah. So, green. That, you know, still green. We've been, we've done this for a little while. Mm-hmm. And I like asking people who've just kind of started getting into it. Like, what were your biggest barriers to like doing? I mean, not. To, I mean, it's a, it's obviously a paranormal podcast, yeah. right? But I mean, what were your biggest barriers to like doing it, like getting it out there and actually? Well, I guess what you consider successful at this point. I want to say, hi. <laughs> the reason I well, you guys have it, probably made millions of dollars at oh this point, gosh, right? Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shoot, no, I still work my day job. Yeah. I started it actually for fun. I've always been interested. Now, my stepmom, she's also a medium. Yeah. So, you know, we have conversations all the time and whatnot. So I'm like, you know, why don't we start a podcast on this? I know there's people coming from my angle that have questions and Mm want to know, Mm -hmm. and you're answering. Like, not everybody has a Mama Mary with them, like I do. Yeah. So that's kind of how it it took off. And then we got asked to start doing investigations. So we hooked up with a few different crews and did it. We're like, well, we know enough people and people that are interested. Let's go around and we kind of carefully handpicked six other crew members that wanted to do it with us. And now mm-hmm. we just kind of do it for fun, essentially. We don't post a whole lot of the videos and whatnot on yeah, Facebook, yeah, yeah. but it's more along the lines of getting the, um, I guess, the experience, you know, when you're out there investigating yeah, versus yeah. just putting it online. But The thing with social media, mm-hmm. I find that very interesting when it comes to evidence mm-hmm. and people out there doing stuff, mm-hmm. like, you know, out there doing field work and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, I've seen people do that. Like they go live on Facebook when they're doing, and I, I'm not being, well, I am being critical, whatever. I, hey. It's, they go live on Facebook or people will make a video of something, yep. right? Yep. And they'll immediately post it to Facebook. And it's mm-hmm. like, hey, well, you know what? Let me be fair about this because I was like, you know, it's your evidence. Why do you want to, you know, blast it out to everybody like that? But at the same time, why not? Right. right. Why not? Right. Yeah. You can see both sides. It really is. It's not something necessarily for for me. Sometimes I'll watch it. It comes through. You know, we got other groups out there that we're friends with or whatever. It's not something that I want for my group per se. Yeah. Because like I said, we're still learning. I want to go home and go through that stuff. Sit down. We talk about it yeah. before we go blasting it out. No, and and, you know, and that's I mean, that's but teach their own. That's yours to do. I yeah, mean, that's great. Yeah. Uh, but the more I think about it, it's like, sorry, I'm it's, I'm no, not no. partying too hard. I'm just my nose is itching. I mean, you just gotta do. <laughs> no, I think it's, but you know, on the on the more drooling hippie like you know utopian side of things, yeah. that's like where I'm like, well, wait a minute, no, it's. Why not share it as to as many people as you can and have people look at it? I mean, it's cool either way. It's, yeah, it's interesting it is. to en- it you know entertain both sides of that. But I have seen that, and my initial reaction was just that, where I was like, um, "Why are you Facebook Live?" That's that's the one that kind of trips me out is the Facebook Live yeah. thing. Yeah, because that's live. Yes. I mean, dumb shit can, can happen. happen. Yeah. I mean, yes. stuff can and happen. Right there, you can't take that back. Yeah, yeah. Somebody. We met some people a, lo- a while ago, and we actually had a bunch of drinks with them. They were, you know, we went in the yeah. bar and hung out with these people, and we didn't really, we were just, we, let's meet up and yeah. talk and have some drinks and have fun, and they were really good martinis. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and things, you know, <laughs> and, and they're like, hey, let's go ghost hunting, and I'm like, bad idea. Well, I mean, <laughs> trying to be polite, and I'm like, well, yeah, but we've all drank a bit, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, no, it's cool. We're just going to, we got totally, it's like, well, wherever we go, let's be cool, you know. And it was more, I didn't consider it like some type of research thing. Right. But they wanted to do that. And I'm like, no, don't put us live. I mean, no, I don't have any no. reputation to protect anyways. It don't matter to me. But it's right. like, uh, people seem to be, and this is just going back to the question, like even not just podcasts, but how things are different. I'm like, man, this was kind of a taboo back in the day. It's not a big yeah. deal either way. But I, th- I find that people's way of investigating is, and it's, I mean, technology is going to change all that too. I mean, technology is going to change the way you do things, I guess. And maybe I'm that get off my lawn guy. I don't know, but it's like 
there's a lot of different things going on now. I think. Yeah. Oh, a whole lot. I actually just um, introduced a new segment where I do 13 questions with PXL. Yeah. Where I interview different paranormal groups. Yeah. I've interviewed groups that have like 15 people within three states, all the way down to just a husband and wife. Like, and every single one of them do it different, and it's so interesting yeah. to learn that. Like. Some are all about the new gadgets and whatnot. Some still just do it old school, you know. They get their dowsing rods, and yeah. you know, and it's it's so cool to yeah to learn. All I that. find I think there's a certain I, I guess it's maybe just going on how I and I mean me and my friends and people we've yeah. worked with. I know we started out very tech oriented, and that was you know 20 years ago. You know, <laughs> the Sony Mavica with the flop. I mean, it was yeah, like, right, oh, right, look at this right. like a 500 camera here. It's insane. <laughs> These grainy crap pictures with <laughs> dust orbs everywhere. Yeah. And I mean, as it, as I think as time went on, I don't and I don't even want to say it's laziness. It's it was just something like I don't know, man. I mean, this it's a lot of equipment. It's cool to carry, but now I know me. I just go to places and. Uh-huh. I mean, my work call for many years has been that when it comes to investigating and things like that is go somewhere and have an experience. Yes, yes. And you know exactly what? what? Maybe you don't have uh-huh, a picture yes. of it. Maybe you don't have it at video. Maybe you don't have it you know, at audio or whatever. Right. Uh, but because that's it's for me. It's not I was for just going to say it's essentially why, yeah. well, to me, that's why people should get into it. It's for you. It's to find your answers. Yeah. You know? You're exactly right. Going to someplace so you yeah. don't have your camera on live or recording, and you, you don't need to. Yeah. Go for the experience for yourself. Yeah. Like, exactly. And I that's, think that's. And I, I think a lot of people they're in doing stuff for the right reasons, but I think at the same time, excuse me, um, some people want to get that holy grail. Yes. Yes. And I get it. I, oh. think, I think it's great. I mean, yeah. I'd like to. Who wouldn't shoot a brown lady picture or something like that, right? Right. But. Um, and, and maybe I don't know. It's just, it's, it's so relative to me. I mean, you, you, yeah. can, you, you can't debate on it. You can talk about it, but right. to me, it's just. I guess I, I'm lazy. I don't care. Any. I, I, <laughs> yeah. no, I, I, I do. I really do. I, you know? I really. I'm not. And I'm out. Bleh. I'm not out to prove really anything to anybody else, yeah. but but myself. And but a lot I'm of people, totally it takes years to. I know it, we were like, well, we want to prove something. We want right. to prove. I, you know, prove. Some, I mean. We we, uh, we had a conversation yesterday. We were talking about something on here, and I said that. I mean, when we were like me and my we were kids, mm-hmm. uh, one of the old guys, Doug, from this show, uh, we had a mission statement, and our mission statement simply was to prove the existence of the afterlife. Right. Okay. Big thing to chew off right there. Right. It's a yeah, lot of work. Big. That's big. Uh, and we didn't realize it. We were young. We didn't, you know. It's and it was great. It was still good. It was beneficial to us. We yeah. learned a lot. And over right. time, I think you kind of you, you kind of recenter yourself, and you kind of you, you, you change your game. You retune yourself, and mm-hmm. you understand that it's not quite that simple. Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a lot. It's it's a lot to take on. It is. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun though. So again, going back to the podcast for a second. So. I know we went. This is what we do here. We go right to the weeds, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, nothing. Okay, you're pat your chest. I'm like, okay. No, I'm so overwhelmed. This is my first time coming to a paraton. Oh, really? And I'm just like, I came in the door, and I'm like, oh my god. Oh, really? It's your yes, first I, conference. Yes, I'm so excited. Like, that's yes. how you feel. Yes, I'm super hot, though. I tell you what. Yeah, you know what? I know we're dying. You know, we should point this out. I'm really pissed off at this place right now. I'm. I'm gonna agree with him. It's. It's. It's really hot in our room right now, and it's unnecessary. Especially when you put a set of headphones on your head and you're trying to talk to. We're like sitting here breaking a sweat. This is ridiculous. Uh That point aside, no, I know what you're. We've been going to conferences for a lot of years, Mm -hmm. and um, yeah, this morning. I mean, I'm sorry. Yesterday morning, we got up here and we were partying. Oh yeah. She was. Amber was still in bed. I got down here and there was just people everywhere, and I'm like, what? What the hell is going on here? And oh, I mean, wow. this is after many years of going to conferences. This is a really right. great conference. If this is your first conference, you're kind of, you're not putting your toe in the water. You're diving head on the water. Go big or go home. I yeah, say go that big all or the go time. Go big or go home. Going all in. It was very nice to meet you, G. Yes. It was nice too. talking to you. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's great. Just, you guys just came by here and we chatted for a minute. Can I have a seat? Let's chat for a minute. Heck yeah. Best of luck. Let's talk about your podcast, your group. Let's talk about that again. I mean, where can we find you guys at? Um, actually, we're on iHeartRadio iTunes, Stitcher, actually all of the music What's the name apps of the podcast and podcast again? apps. Uh, Paranormal XL. Paranormal XL. Yep. 
out of Ionia, Michigan. Yes. Well, not. What was it getting? Ionia and Hastings. Hastings. I'm out of Ionia. The yeah. rest of everybody's in Hastings. They are Ionia Fairgrounds. Yes. I've been there for, every year. <laughs> been there for the mud runs, the mud trucks are out fun. there. Fun. Yeah. yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a ride. I love Ionia. Yes. Thank you again. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes. Ghostly talk. <laughs> Oh wait! Do you guys want to do um, Hammond trumpet trumpet mouth by Hammond? Let's Please. see if I can do it now. Okay, so that's my Moon River. <laughs> so if I can do a whole album with just mouth trumpet, I yeah. I think it's sell called Hammond. One of those infomercials. <laughs> this is what I was trying to tell her earlier. This, you don't have to save any of this, Scott. Please do. Don't. Do. No, save it for like a blooper reel. I was telling him to do a blooper reel. I'm like, just save all this stuff. Sometimes when me and him are trying to cut like intros and then we start bickering or he says something stupid and I'm like, don't say that. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I think some of that would be funny, but I don't know. Some of these, like, How are you feeling man. right now, Scott? How are you feeling? Man, save it. I was doing pretty good until fun. I pushed the record button. <laughs> I don't save the fun. You, you, you asked for this. I didn't ask for anything. I said, hey, why don't we just, like, chat for a minute? And, and Wait. that's asking for it. Oh, fuck this shit. Ghostly Talk. Oh, he did it. That's really great, Amber. He looks familiar. That wasn't the guy we were talking to with High on Fire, was it? I don't know. Yeah, we're, we're here chilling uh, again. Yeah. You really should get some coffee, Marnie. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you know, they have it downstairs. They have coffee here. I, I made a point of coming to see you guys first. Oh, really? Yeah. So you took us over caffeine. Over my coffee. That's pretty impressive. How does that decision feel right now? I don't have words. That answers it in <laughs> spades. <laughs> Like, I could actually see the hamster trying to start running on the wheel, and he's like, fuck it, I'm going on a smoke break. <laughs> it goes to the back of your brain. The, the back of your brain is the lounge. Yes, it That's is. That's the lounge, man. It is. Oh, we're having fun. It's been cool. Yeah, you got in here. Uh, Marnie's rooming with us. I and, am. Yeah. Good times. Saw the tent this morning. That's what I, first thing I saw from you this morning when we got we got up from the, 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 the drunken gambling and just... The debauchery thing that happened last night. You guys were on the Ghostbusters machine all night, weren't you? Um, not all night, but most of it. I did pretty good. I had a good night last night. Yeah. And I'm not lucky. I'm like the worst degenerate gambler ever. And I, I it was the Monopoly machine that I was playing around in. Because you guys were over on the Wonder Woman machine. Yeah. Which, and that would no action this weekend for you no guys. No action that. on that one. I know she's been having dreams about this for like a month and a half. The Wonder Woman machine, and. I know you guys have not really been. No. You know, you're not stroking that machine right. No, because so, we found a new one last night. Yeah, well, you, you found the Ghostbusters machine yeah. last night. Yeah. And it's I ended in 4D. up grabbing. What? It's in 4D. Yeah, it hurts your eyes when you're on an angle. You yeah. can't look at it. It yeah. is. So the chair vibrates. When you touch the screen, it actually electrifies your finger. Yeah. And it does that intentionally because you you, ele- you electrify your, your reels. Well, it's so interactive. It, it is keeps you hooked so on it. cool. Yeah. And I also won $100 on the psychic test by Venkman. Good job. Oh, oh. Good job. And Marnie, Good job. Marnie, yeah. Marnie got her highest, I think, was, was your highest 96. Yes. You got like a 90-some bonus. It was awesome. And then we were like, we're never going to go to bed. We're never going to be able to leave. We, we we're just going to have to sleep here. Yeah, we almost didn't. I gravitated towards the Monopoly machine. I don't know why. It just looked fun. And it was. It's actually a really neat machine. It's always fun when you win. Well, yeah. <laughs> then it became not fun. Yeah. But I hit. I hit yeah, some money. I hit did. some money. I mean, to the point where like the, the cashiers are like, dude, I'm going to throw you 50, man. Go out there on the floor and take care of me, right? And yeah, but I... Where are you going, Amber? Bye. Yeah, I... I can you get through there, Amber? Would you like me to move? Yeah, because my butt won't fit through there. <laughs> okay, I'll be right back, guys. Bye, Amber. I'll be right back. See ya. So yeah, no, we. Uh, I hit. I think I hit. No, I hit on the Wonder Woman machine. I hit, I hit a piece on there. You did. Yeah. What? 131 bucks. What? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I hammered it up and I and I cashed that out and ran over there and cashed it and said, okay, I'm done. And I'm like, okay. And I saw the Monopoly machine, so I hit that, 
and I hit like four. That was when I hit four hundred sixty-four dollars on the Monopoly machine. Nice. Now, mind you, I've thrown more money at it again. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I kind of have. I'm like, okay, I know where I'm at here now, and I'm like, I want to leave here with cash in my pocket. I've basically paid for our trip here to get nice. here and pay for the room and stuff. So, okay, this is a smart decision. So yeah, that was what happened last night. Marnie's still pretty tired. He looked tired. Yeah, I'm a little spacey. Did you have anything to eat today? No. You haven't eaten? You haven't any coffee? Uh, well, I had coffee in the room. Uh, now, wait a minute. You said you didn't have any coffee. Yeah, it wasn't enough. That doesn't count. Did you spike it or anything? No. Well, then it really doesn't count. Right. Right. I know, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's, been, it's been a lot of fun here. Yeah. I'm just kind of chilling today. Um, we're going to probably talk to some other people here today. We're, this is like our laid back day, I think. I've said that. Like, you know, yesterday was a lot of fun, but we, I mean, I, we did a lot of work yesterday here. And I kind of want to just try to enjoy the ride today. And then you're here. I'm here. I'm sort of here. Well, yeah, right now. We got to eat. Maybe yeah, we eat. I really need some, like. We can go downstairs and get a salad. Oh. You don't want a salad? No, I'm not in the mood for a salad. Why not? They're good. You want a salad? I want an omelet. Omelet. Yeah. I don't think they, you can't get one. They, they stopped making breakfast. Breakfast should be an all-day event. I agree 100% on it's that. My favorite and you think that meal. you're in a stupid casino, they'd have breakfast all the time because people, you realize, I just realized this a little while ago. I was walking downstairs on the first level here at the casino and I got here, we got here about 3 o'clock on Thursday and I have not been out of the building since then. Oh, yeah, that happened and last I, year. And, yeah, and my brain basically was like, okay, you've been breathing recycled air and secondhand smoke for over two days now straight. So I'm kind of afraid to go outside because I'm afraid the shock to my body might just give me a heart attack, heart attack and drop me on the ground right there. You're not going to be able to see for the first... Yeah, like oxygen. Yeah, yeah I'll have like <laughs> an O2 overload. My body won't know how to deal with it, and I'll just drop well, right la- there. Last year we took a break and went... We did. We went. We, the, yeah, we went to the, the Sioux locks. locks. Yeah. yeah, we went to the locks, which is super cool. I wanted to go there this year. But we have, we don't have any time. Yeah. Well, you guys are a little busier this year having a table. Yeah. And we, I want to get on the road quick tomorrow too, because I want to get home to the cat. So now we have that responsibility. Oh yeah. So our poor cat's like all by herself you, in the house, and it's just driving me complete. This is how Amber put me to sleep last night. Right. We got back to the room. I like that, you weirdo. Got that creepy looking. Oh, really? Scott, tell me all about it. Yeah, tell me. No, we got back to the room and we were all, we got got the pizza and we're just watching cop drama or something on TV. And yeah, we we lay down and Amber's like, our poor kitty's probably just laying around the house right now going, where did my humans go? And I look at her, I'm like, really? So so you didn't get to sleep right away? Yeah, after, well, I did after I was done weeping. Oh, uh, what a good kitty, Dad. Wait, wait, this is great, Amber. This is exactly... <laughs> that's why I drink on these trips now, because I don't want to think about that. You don't want to think about your kid. Yeah, it drives me crazy, man. I got Aww. my... I mean, she's... She, we got her taken care of. She's fine, but it's like... She wants there to be... She wants us there. I know this. She likes Amber more than me anyways. She Aww. likes Amber far more than I do. I mean, more than she likes me. Uh, yeah, I, I know that. How old is Jenny. Jenny, well, when we got her, we were told she was about 10 years old. And when we took her to the vet a couple months ago just to have her checked out, the vet's like, her teeth are magnificent. Mm-hmm. She's not that old, we don't, I don't think. She's like maybe eight, nine years old tops, but she can't be that old. So we don't really know because, I mean, yeah. We're the third humans she's had, and we're going to be the last humans she's she'll have too. Unfortunately, I mean, yeah. I don't want her to ever die now, but uh, that's what we're thinking, roughly. But she's a she's a healthy cat. She's cool. She yeah. eats good. She don't play. You know, she she's a sweetie. Yeah, she's a fun cat. You've hung out with her. She's yeah. fun. <laughs> so my buddy Keith was in town uh, a couple months ago, and we had a blow up bed set up for him out in one of the rooms of the house. Um, and Jenny, of course, it's only like a foot off the ground. And Jenny's not a climber. Yeah. She's not a climber. She's, you know, she, I think she was so fat when we got her. We got that weight off her now, thank goodness, so she can move better. But she's not a climber. She don't do all that crazy stuff. Um, but she, it was just high enough off the ground that she could get up on that. And she's like, oh, yeah, comfy. So she found her ass groove on that bed and laid down there. So, you know. 
I've been trying to get her to like be my friend for like five, six months now. And Keith has this certain calmness about him. He's one of them dudes. And he's laying there reading a book, and I'm like watching the TV. Just one day we're chilling out. And here comes Jenny majestically walking down the hallway. And she just crawls up on there and lays down next to him. Really? And she's just just doing the you know the cat face, you know, just and I'm like <laughs> So we're sitting there for a few minutes and Keith looks up, he's like, What the hell is that smell? <laughs> and he looks down at the cat and she looks at him and I'm like, Did she fart? <laughs> so, yeah, she farted, man. I'm like, That's not ladylike. What's wrong with you? And I died. I'm like, Yeah, that's what you get, dude. Yeah, that's the way it's gonna be. I didn't even know cats farted. Oh yeah. I had no idea. Well my boy, my Milo is 14. Yeah. He can't help it. He just will be sitting there walking across the room and you can hear what I call a squeaky butt. I was going to say, what? It's, it's squeaky. Oh, it's like the cutest thing ever. It, it, if you, yeah. It's the cutest fart ever. It, 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 it's like old man farts, just the walking farts. Oh. <laughs> you, you, that can't come out of a cat. It can. Dogs, yeah. They, they, they yeah. All the time. He's an old boy. Oh. But yeah, Jenny, uh, yeah, we want to get home to her. Get to this certain point of trip. It's like, okay. It's, my cat will lay on pretty much everybody's lap the moment they sit down at the house. See, I, our kids, no. Jenny immediately runs back to Amber's room. And she'll either sit in her, you know, one of her beds, because she's got like 50 beds all over the house now. <laughs> uh, and, or she'll go under the bed. And she's got a little bed under, like a little safe space under there now. She'll just, oh. she'll just go to sleep under the bed. That's where she feels safe. But yeah, when people come over to hang out, I'm, they're like, "Well, I want to meet your cat." I'm like, "You're not going to meet our cat. She don't have any interest in you whatsoever. She don't like you. She considers you a threat because this house is so quiet all the time. Yeah. There's not much that goes on around there. So when you get like four dudes that walk in there, and she's like, "I can't compute. I'm out of here," and she goes and hides. So, yeah, that's our big thing right now. It sounds like you're, yeah, you're supposed to be on vacation, Scott. Yeah. My cat. You love your cat. I like my cat. All right, we got more coming up here later on. I think. I hope. Probably. Yeah. 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 I think we should get some lunch. I'll you're per- looking. You're looking a little pale. Um, am I? Yeah. Thanks for pointing. Was that? that out. Was that? Uh, in, oh shit! That's like a lady thing. I shouldn't have said, right? Yeah, I'm fine. I didn't I'm mean not it like that. I didn't mean it like that. Like, oh my god, you're like so pale. Yeah, that's okay. Your skin's so wired out. I just need some. Nourishment. Coffee. Some coffee. Maybe some fluids. Fluids. All right. We'll be back later. Bye. Bye. Ghostly Talks. (laughs) My name is Maria Juliano, and I'm a peace therapist. A peace therapist. Yes. Tell me everything there is about being a peace therapist in as long detail as you can. So... You can go to an, a traditional therapist yeah. and explain to them that, you know, you have some situations with uh, paranormal, seeing ghosts, anything that is is probably non-traditional. Yeah. And they'll probably give you medication. <laughs> Keep going. You can come and see me and I will teach you about metaphysical tools and solutions that are nonviolent and also to do with finding inner peace. Okay. So, I mean, this really hit home immediately. It's so warm in here. So if you see a bead come <laughs> off my forehead, it's not, it's kind of embarrassing. It's like, oh, turn the air on. Anyway, so <laughs> as you started talking about this, it immediately hit, uh, hit me because this is one of those years for me where I've had some issues, and she knows too, right? Okay. And I didn't go to a peace therapist, right? However, I did go to my doctor, and to his credit, he's not much of a pill person or anything like that, but we finally got to a point where he's like, maybe we should try something, which I did, and it it didn't really do anything. Thankfully, it was very mild, so it wasn't like, you know, woo, party down, right? Um, and it didn't work. So I ended up getting acupuncture done. Very nice. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I said, I was, I'm running out of options here. I was having like twitching tremors in my in my temple and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Which was clearly stress-induced. And so I just decided, I'm like, I'm going to try this. I've never done acupuncture before. Let's try that. And I went there, and then I had my head massaged too this same day. But in two days, 
went away. <clears throat> now, similar, different, but, you know, I said, well, for example, when I mentioned this to my doctor, I said, well, this is what I ended up going and kind of going off the reservation and doing my own thing, and it worked. And, of course, he scoffed at it. So, well, I can't really talk about that. Like, why can't you? Right? So what you did was you 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 went to an, an extent of alternative therapy, and that's what I am, and I'm an alternative therapist. Yeah. So I would give you some metaphysic metaphysics, um, how do you say it, tools, or I would give you some other tools like Reiki, crystal therapy. Yeah. Anything that is... Um, not to do with medication or anything that doctors use, which doctors use logical thinking and logical education. Yeah. I have been trained. I have my honors in peace and conflict studies. And the what I specialize, is, specialize in is that we actually develop our own conflicts to do with past lives, okay. to do with uh, attachments. And I... I really focus on children with um, that are empaths and that are uh, indigo children, and I call them the now children. So my my therapy has turned into advocating and educating parents and children of these these attachments that we get, okay. and understanding that you can resolve them in a non-medicated way. You just need to understand them and you need to think outside of the box. And yeah. that's what you did and, yeah. and it worked. It did work. Yes. I, haven't had, I, I haven't really had any symptoms since then. Mm-hmm. And know, that's wonderful. But, and, I'm, and I'm managing and I'm, you know, there's things that I know you know about too. And the, I mean, things you have to kind of straighten out with your own mind, right? Uh, and it, yes. so it, and to me, coming out of this thing that I briefly told you about, it was, you know, and, and I had good advice from mentors also. They're like, dude, this is all, in, this is you. You gotta re, you gotta retool your game here, man. You gotta, you gotta recenter yourself. And that's still what I'm working on. Is the fact, it's slow down, stop with the go, 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 go stuff all the time, and quit obsessing over things. And go ahead. Yeah. So, <clears throat> what people like yourself and others need to slow down is because the world is is getting really it's getting really faster yeah and busier and busier every it's time. busier and busier you don't live in the moment so when you don't live in the moment you get into accidents okay yeah. because you can't prevent them yeah. you fall you break something in your body mm-hmm. you don't remember that's when you that's when you're not living in the moment yeah you're flying by the moment I call it yeah that's one thing my doctor did say my my medical doctor we did have that conversation and what and it's same thing he's like well he's like look i know he's like you know anxiety is fear of the future depressions you know regrets of the past obviously yes he's like you gotta get yourself into the now live in the moment and just kind of be there and enjoy it enjoy it most of all right not everything is gonna be great we both know that but I'll make the best of it, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I. she won't... Amber, Amber's crawling under the table. Hi, Amber. Oh, look at her. She's really small, isn't she? It works. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go see our talk, so just cover this up and you leave. All right, bye. Everything cool over there? Your table all right? Yes, All right, cool. Fine. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, a, a lot of um, practice therapists, a lot of uh, life coaches say, you need to live in the moment. Yeah. The problem is... Nobody tells you how to live in the moment. So as a therapist, I'm a peace therapist, I tell you how to live in the moment. For example, you need to use the five senses if you want to live in the moment. Okay. The taste, the smell. You need to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. You need to see it. You need to taste it. There's a taste. A lot of people think there's no taste. There is a taste. Yeah. Um, All the five senses. Mm -hmm. Okay. But there's two extra ones that I actually... Put together into my practice. Okay. The other two are invisible vibrational energy. How's the energy around it? Is it negative? Is it positive? Is it cold? Is it warm? All right. And the other one is the environment. Where are you in the environment? Are you in the center? Are you close to the wall? 
where are you in the environment? The closer you are to the wall, the better, because that's a grounding tool. Yeah. So if you want to live in the moment, you have to have those seven senses that I believe allows you to live in the moment, and yeah. then you will remember the moment. Well, and I, I guess I would call it a good instinct to a certain degree. Yes, like, yeah. I know, I'm sure you've been in these situations yourself where you've been somewhere or you've talked to a person and something. Yeah, keep look, keep an eye on that. That's okay. Um, and we're not, we have no time here. So if you got to take off, just say, hey, we got to be done. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I know I've been in situations where I've been exposed to people where just something didn't feel right. Yeah, so that... Felt that, off. Yeah, so that's your gut. In, in, yeah. That's your, your gut saying something. That's your actually classified as intuition. There was actually... There's a book that uh, someone wrote about your your gut yeah, instinct. Yeah. And it actually is to do with intuition. So some people have intuition that is on the creative side of the mind. That's your yeah. guardian angel speaking. And some people say to me, well, I don't get that. I, I get this gut in instinct. So I tell yeah. them that is another sign. That's yeah. another sign. Yeah. So with you, with you, like mm-hmm. you found something that has helped you, and that's what a lot of people need to do. See, we live in a world that you just have to Google it. Yeah. You need to start practicing and exploring things that will help you, and not always go to the doctor because the doctor yeah. only the doctor knows so much in a logical perspective. And they're bound by rules too. They are, and that's why, as a peace therapist, yeah. I can go outside the box. Yeah. Okay. And doctors will take extra courses that will help them to understand the different um, era and the different areas of spirituality. Mm-hmm. But they take the courses from people like me. Yeah. And so they're not an expert, but they do take the courses to understand. That is a very good thing. To, that I'm glad I'm hearing that because I was just going to ask you, and I'm going to, well, I'm asking you anyways. Do you think there is at least a slight, maybe bit more of a disconnect between standard, you know, medical science and what, you, what you're doing? I mean, now, I know you kind of answered that a little bit. But I personally think, and hence the reason I'm asking, I think there's a big disconnect still. I think they don't talk for major reasons because they have very different philosophical principles on healthcare and how you should take care of yourself, your body, and your mind. Yes. You know, for me, I believe that we should come together instead of instead of having that stigma like okay yeah. well she does like spiritual stuff she doesn't really count that's that's what I get yeah yeah and then the logical people they go to the, the school and they get the degrees they yeah. get those fancy credentials uh-huh. and that is good because that tells you that they did fulfill the educational criteria there's a, there's a discipline to yeah. that yeah yeah now in the spiritual and the metaphysics yeah. they don't really see you can't go and get like a, a master's in ghost hunting. <laughs> no, you can't. You so, can't get anything. I mean, if somebody if somebody tries to sell you that, run to the hills because they <laughs> don't exist, right? So, though that side of the that side of the coin, you kind of have to understand who you are and find the authentic people. Yeah. Okay. Now, it's very interesting that the logical doctors and the non-logical people which are the spiritual people the metaphysical people yeah why don't they just come together as a team to help humanity yeah in my third book sleep s-l-e-a-p spirits lives ego angels paranormal Mm -hmm. i actually put that in the book we should come together as a team instead we are working separately and when you work separately, you don't get the answers because you keep trying all kinds of things in different areas. Yeah. And it would be nice to come together and say, hey, let's help this person in the medicine world yeah. and in the spiritual world. Well, yeah, you're not. there's no checks and balances at all. When you, I mean, we call it, I always call it like peer review. Peer okay. checking, right? <laughs> yes. Um, 
where you, yeah, you may, you have people, like you said, where, because look, sometimes you, you genuinely will have a physical ailment that's beyond your control. Um, it may not, you may be a perfectly mentally well-adjusted, healthy person, but you know what? You got bad bones, you got a bad heart, you got something bad that you need to, you know, Okay, we have the solution for this that'll improve it'll improve your quality of life. You'll be able to go running again or something like that. Yep. Um, to me, that's pretty clear. Like, okay, we. But at the same time, though, there are other things, and I you know, look. I, I'm a, I'm a living, breathing example of this right now. Um, I had a panic attack like in April, like it that put me in the ER. Like I was sitting there with that. In the chest, right, the, right, the, right. The, the, just that rat, like, mm-hmm. I felt like my heart was going to blow out of my chest. And um, my parents said, You need to go to the ER, right? right. So, and, and I'm, I'm going to string this together, I swear. <laughs> but, like, yeah, they looked at me and said, Your heart and your lungs look great. So, everything you're experiencing right now, as I've said already, is stress induced. So, you can physically damage your body. Through negative thinking, negative thoughts, right? And I've been—I've spent a lot of time this year, obviously pondering on this, mm-hmm. trying to understand that. So it seems to me that there is, at least my observation, at least personal experience, is there's a constant connection between mind and body. Your mind's going to dictate—I mean, not to a hundred percent degree, but. It has a bit. It's a major player in how you feel, how you operate. I would have to agree, but I would like to add something else. Go for it. I believe that there's the mind, the spirit, and the mind, the spirit, and the soul is represented by the heart. Explain. So you have... I'm not trying to grill you, but no, no. I want to know more. You have the spirit. To yeah. me, the spirit is your personality, the yeah. way you talk, the way you walk. Yeah. And then you have the mind. The mind represents the logical side of the mind. Okay. And then you have the heart. And the heart represents the soul. And then I add one more thing. Okay. The body. Your physical body is your cocoon. That's the vehicle. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of people talk about the spirit the um, the mind and they talk about the body mm-hmm. but where's the soul the soul I believe is in your heart and really? that's representing your heart now my first book crisis of spirit yeah. at five years old I had my own crisis what was that I had open-heart surgery and they went through my back to get to my heart oh my god and unfortunately I flatlined and I saw this beautiful light, and I met two spirits. And I wrote about it in the book called Crisis of Spirit. Okay. And I met a guardian angel who's mine, and his name is Fijal. F-I-D-G-A-L. Now, when I met this... Fijal. Fijal. Okay. When I met him, he, he explained to me all these things, and he brought me to different dimensions of heaven. And I met two spirits. One was... Jesus, he's the one called the man at the gate. All right. And the other one I met was Mr. Albert Einstein. Really? And they both taught me that you need the deep side, which is the right side of the mind, uh-huh. and you need the logical side, which is the left side of your mind. And if you put them together, you will find balance. However, one has to lead. So, they actually planted something unique in our bodies, but we haven't figured that out for years until they told me the heart is slightly to the left. It is. Now, if you are a stroke survivor, yeah. whatever is damaged on the left side, they work on the right side of the mind. Mm-hmm. So could it be that the left side, where the heart is slightly, you would lead? So Einstein agreed, and Jesus agreed, that you would lead 55% deep, which is the peace side, and 45% logical. So you're peace heavy. Yes. So you're balanced. Yeah. But what happens, what's happening is a lot of people are getting the 80-20. 
they're getting 80% logical and 20% deep. And that's when the ego kicks in. You're not a very nice person. Money, 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 money. Work, 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 work. Things like that. But then on the flip side, there is the opposite, which is 80% deep and 20% logical. And that entails that the 80% that's deep is people that are depressed, sad, have too much emotion, too too much spirituality, which means they won't do the logical items. For instance, get up out of bed, take a shower, go to work, pay your bills. Manage your life, do your thing, yeah. So these two spirits I met, they agreed that you need both. One has to lead slightly, though. Yeah, I, I, you know, and I, that makes a lot. I, I, let me try to formulate this properly. <laughs> yeah, look back there. Do your thing. It's cool. Are you all right? I think I'm okay. Okay. All right. yeah. If you want, if just whenever you want to stop, if you want to just let me know. It's no problem. Okay. Okay. So, anyways, so I've envisioned what I would consider like perfection to me as far as a person's concerned. Right. And there is to me uh, a strength, a sternness, a certain, mm-hmm. I like all my lines, straight attitude, right? <laughs> um, however, these are the same people, and I've seen people like this professionally, personally. Yep. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I got them wrong. I don't know. It's just what I observed. But these are people that they understand order, Yes. They understand logic. They are disciplined. However, when it comes to call, when it needs to come into play, that peace comes in. And they have emotions. They feel. They understand that what they're faced with in whatever situation it may be requires for them to soften up a bit. And they have to be more understanding, right? I think that's one of the biggest, and I know it's one of my biggest downfalls, I'll openly admit it to anybody, is that I probably am not as understanding about people's situations as I should be. Okay. Um, and I mean, that's being being honest with myself. Um, I, I'll flip out. It's like, you know, I, and I may yell at somebody and go, dude, what the hell? And, and, you know, I don't know what their story is. I don't know the day they're having. I don't know what's going on in their mind. Can I help you with that? Go right ahead. I think what's happening is you're not allowing them to to talk to you and live in the moment to listen. Well, that sounds familiar. (laughs) So living in the moment is actually giving your full attention. Now, a lot of people, they daydream and they're like, oh, yeah, here we go. So when you daydream, you're there, but you're not really there. Yeah. And that could yeah. be what's happening. I think, and I think a lot of people have that problem. Yes, and in the book Sleep, S L E A P, it explains people's shifted reality. Really? Yes. So, can so, I ask you a question? Absolutely. Go ahead. I want you to look at that exit door right there. You sure. see? You yeah. see that? How many people do you see over there coming through? Uh, right now. Well, right now, three. You see? Four. Okay, four. Oh, there's, a, there's a steady stream coming in there now. Okay. Um, but I mean, at that moment, I looked right. like three, I'd say three people. Okay. Um, actually, you know what? I want you to, um, over right here. Look at look at this table right yeah. here. Yeah. Hi. Okay. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Okay. All right. How many people do you see at her table? Two people. Okay. Standing in front. So standing in front? Yes. There's no people. I don't see anybody standing in front. You mean, you mean people standing in front of the table? Yes. None. There's three. My shift to reality is I see three people. Your shift to reality is you see nobody. Okay, explain this to me. Shift to reality is the perception of what someone sees. Okay. And my shift to reality, I see three, you see nobody. Yeah. Okay. What? What? Huh? I'll catch you in a bit. Yeah, I'll come over there in a little while. Sorry about that. That's okay. Yeah. So, so your shift to reality, you see three people, I right? see three people. You see nobody. Now, if you ask two other people, they'll probably say there's no one there. 
So what happens to me is society will say, you're crazy because you see three people. Yeah. But that's my shifted reality. Why can't we accept people's shifted reality and move on? Okay. So, yeah. And this is one thing I've said about mental health for a long time. Now, look, I'll preface this by saying there are truly some people, I think, that are a danger to themselves and others. Of course, That's a no-brainer, and some people, they do need assistance. They need help. Yes. However... I think there's a lot of people that have been locked up or they've been, they've been drugged up because they had a different view of reality. Shift to reality. Shift yes. to reality, right? Very good. They look at things different, uh, and they may have different ideas. And those are the people, to me, the, those are doctors and people in the making, right? Those are people that have a different, they think out of the box. And, you know, and sorry, I mean to interrupt you, but, I mean, this is like problem solving to me, you know, is, is, a, is a key component of maybe solving a lot of the problems we have as a race and as a planet. Because problem solving is just that. Problem solving re, 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 requires uh, someone, a lot of people to take an idea that they understand or something they, t- they understand and look at it from a different viewpoint. Yes. And say, you know what, you're only looking at it from the front, but I can see it from the side, and that's where the issues are at. We have to, you know, just keeping it simple, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, those are people that have shifted reality, in my opinion. Well, we everyone. Not, not, yeah, go, ahead, go ahead. Everyone has a different shifted reality. Okay. Okay. The question is, do we accept the person's shifted reality, or do we say, you know what, they have a mental illness? Okay, and that's where this that's where this gets very sticky, right? It does get sticky. Yeah, yeah. because like I, I mean, I would, you know, and I'm kind of taking this from my personal and professional life. Like I know, I work. I've worked with people over you know all the years I've been out there, and I've met some brilliant people, <laughs> brilliant people, insanely brilliant people, and not one of them were, were people that I would consider like your average everyday Joe or Jane, right? Yes. Um, these were eccentric people. They had different temperaments that I was used to. Okay. Um, they had they had they had problems too. They had issues. Yes. Um, and I can explain some of that uh you know i just i think some people are so when it comes to a discipline sometimes i think they're so well versed in that like they literally see it like the back of their hand and they get frustrated because other people can't see it the same way they do right yes and there's that's a, there's a, and it's, there's a lot to that i'm sorry i don't mean to try to go off in the weeds but yeah i mean shit the reality so yeah so and that's all to do with guess what understanding and listening you got it Exactly, exactly. But also, because I'm a peace therapist, they taught us how to talk. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't know how to talk. I they, know. They, for example, I do readings. Now, if I do a reading with someone and yeah. I know that someone's going to pass away, unfortunately, yeah, I wouldn't say to them, well, someone's going to die. Yeah, that's that, a little harsh. Yes. Yeah. And some people, some people who do readings will say that. So what I say is, you should spend as much time with that person as you can. So it's the way you explain it. Now, I've been a teacher for many, many years. I don't teach anymore. Yeah. And what I learned is, you should teach all the different teaching ways. Auto, um, octo, there's um, the writing component. There's the practical. Big, big so component. Yeah. Listening and understanding is explaining it in three or four different ways because everyone learns differently. They do. And that's what I think maybe is going on with you. Is It's not that you're not listening. I yeah. think they're not finding out your communication style. There's... Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it like that. No, right? no, it's... No, it, it, it's and, I mean, this is, I mean, I'm not just looking at myself. I mean, it's, it's something I, you know, I observe people. I mean, there's, you know, I think that's, you know, I, I use people, obviously, sometimes as, as a guide. Like, okay, don't be like that maniac. Um, <laughs> but be more like this cool person over here. I mean, there's, you, 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 I think, you know, I think any rounded person is going to take their, you know, things that, from people at least, like what they see and what mm-hmm. they learn from people. And, yeah, incorporate that into their being, too. 
and hopefully they're it's positive things, it's good things. You know what? That's a great example that you use as examples. So many people, the older they get, the yeah. more examples they're going to need and more practical vision they're going to try to. That's why YouTube is very, very successful. Google actually looked at YouTube and bought it and said, you know what? The average person that's watching YouTube is in the 40s and 50s. Yeah. So, and they're getting more visual they're getting more practical so they said you know what we should buy this YouTube and they did it, it, it's right to that point and the older you get the more practical I'm tired of reading just yes. show it to me show it to me and I want to power I want to power wash my house how do I do that this is a real story I, I want to power wash my house how do I do that what do I need to buy what equipment do I use and I watched a 10 minute video they show me everything and it's great yeah it really it, is it's great it's fantastic and what? that's what people want and that goes back to what we were and that goes back to what we were speaking about yeah we were speaking about people going too fast People want things now. They want information now. Yeah. And do you know what it is? It's because before we had the encyclopedias. So we had to find them. We had to take, go and knock the dust off these tomes right? and look at them. Yeah. We had to call people. We had to communicate with people. Yeah. Now we don't do that much. No. It's instantaneous. So now people have what's called negative peace. Really? Negative peace. Okay, and I think I know where you're going with this too. <laughs> but you know what? You know, before I make a fool of myself, I want to know. I want to understand this a little bit more. I don't. Okay. Go ahead. So negative peace. So it is kind of like a large definition, but I'll give you an example, and hopefully the the listeners can understand this. Say you are a father, mm-hmm. and you don't have very much. Money. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. You don't have very much money. Yeah. And you want to provide for your son. Mm-hmm. And you don't have any food. Okay. You would go to the grocery store yeah. and steal. All right. And you come home and you provide food for your son. Okay. That's called the negative piece. Yeah. Because in one way you don't want to do it, but in a one w- another way you have to do it in order to survive. Yeah. So that's a negative you're, you're, piece. You're forced into that situation to a certain degree. Yes. I mean. So yeah. in peace therapy, it's called negative piece, and it's um, it's it's sad, but it's also. It's like they're forced to do that. Well, yeah, you are forced to do that. So, yeah. you know, unfortunately, situations get people put in like that. It forces them into a situation like that, and it's not—it's not pretty. It's not fun. Oh no. See, what I was thinking about that. Uh, you know what? We're, I, you're, you're way smarter than I am, and I'm trying to. <laughs> I jump everywhere. Well, don't what I, I was thinking. What I, what, okay, this is what I thought. Here's what. Here's what I think. You know, we're gonna. Yeah, you know, we'll cut you here in a minute because it's starting to get busy again. But what I was thinking about that is this feeling that I get. When you're talking about YouTube and Google and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, things move so instantaneous, so fast now yes. that, you know, it's and it's all building on itself technology-wise uh, that I w- I'm frustrated. I'm trying to figure something out. Because you want I need to- another real... I need to figure out how to install a pulley system on my lawnmower. Right. Which is no fun. So I'm like... Argh! Because I was trying to mow the yard and the thing broke and I had to replace it now and I'm, I'm irritated. So I just want to get the job done, right? I, I have all these things I have to, in front of me now that I have to do besides just get in there and drive in lines for a half an hour. Now I have to do all this extra stuff, right? <laughs> so now I'm irritated and I'm like, well, I don't know how to do it. So I go on YouTube and I throw my phone and I... Right. And I'm what do I do? And I yell in the speaker thing and I'm, I'm doing all this stuff. And I finally get a video. Now i got to watch the thing. It, it, it's not happening. I want the answer. And you I know what? I want the answer now. And I know you want the answer. Yeah. But may I ask you a question? Sure. You're on YouTube. Who are you with? By myself. Exactly. Yeah. So in the 90s and 80s, when we had a question, we would go to the encyclopedia or we would talk or we would ask people to ha- for help. Yeah. Now, people just, you know, they'll, they'll do a search, they'll go on a search engine, yeah. and stuff like that. The other thing is, the reason why people are going to Google and YouTube is because people are not available anymore. They're too busy. Yeah. And they're too f- busy flying by the moment. And you get used to just doing that. You do. And it actually ties into metaphysics. Okay. Because it's easier to do it by yourself with no energy around you 
than doing it with people that you don't know if they're right and you don't know like and, and it might take too long yeah so it's easier to do it by yourself and guess what it's faster and it's you know, it's the old ad you know it is that thing look i'll just do it myself yep i, I find myself doing that saying that to people i'm like look no, just go away you're so, asking too, question, too many questions right now i can just do it and i'll figure it out and i'm more comfortable with that so when it comes to peace, we really focus on the peace, patience, <laughs> Keep going. politeness. Oh God! I'm going straight to hell. <laughs> what else? There's more. There's oh, more. God. Oh no! What did I do wrong? What else did I do wrong? Go ahead. Powerful. Oh, I got that. No, I'm not. What else you got? The other one is I'm trying to remember. It's like been we've a talked lot. about a lot here in a half an hour. <laughs> so I and, oh, and we can't. We have to remember peace. And the other one is the big one that a lot of people kind of fluff around. Philosophy. Oh, really? Yes. Philosophy. You know, it's funny, and I go off topic a lot, but that's why people love to listen to me. Oh, we're the kings of that here, <laughs> and queens. We're 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 great with that. So, so perfect match. So a couple of years ago, directors that were uh, part of the Academy Awards, they showed these directors, and out of, I think there was six of them. Out of the four, four of them actually were philosophy majors. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. So it's interesting, and they were nominated for best director and best film. Mm-hmm. So the philosophy people, like myself, I majored in that. Yeah. They think outside the box, and they really look at the old time uh, era. Okay. Now, if you looked at some of the philosophers, like my favorite one is Epicurus. Okay. Okay. He had three things that he liked. One of them was he believed always to have dinner with people and lunch. He always believed that. That was his. Have a meal. Yeah, have a meal with people. Okay. Never, never eat alone. Okay. The other thing he believed was, I believe, I, if I if I remember, he believed to have me time. So he would go under a tree all the time and um, kind of like meditate and kind of observe the whole world. Just have time to themselves. Yeah. Himself. I think the other one was not to live alone, I think. Because he was always around people. But also you need that little space. So that's why you would go under the tree. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, so yeah. you can find this metaphysics, paranormal, everything like normal, paranormal, irregular, whatever. Yeah. It all ties into me- it all ties into philosophy. And that's why I became a peace therapist. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to me. I mean that. I really, I, mean I, that. I, I really appreciate it. We've and been kind of sitting looking across the tables yeah. for the last day and a half here, and we finally, I, I've been meaning to get over there and well, let's have a chat. Let's chat for a few minutes. A lot of people. You've been busy, though, too. I don't want to bother you. Yeah, I sold out on my book, and a lot you. of people look at my sign. They say, what the heck is an international peace therapist? Yeah. You need peace everywhere. Especially now. Oh, my God. <laughs> and um, so. But I write under a certain name. I write under Fijal, F-I-D-G-A-L. That sounds familiar. Yeah, that's my guardian angel yeah. that I met. Yeah. I write under that. It's, it's a pen name, an yeah. actor's name, things like that. Yeah. And I write under it because when you Google people's names, there's like thousands and thousands that come up. Well, guess what? There's only one Fijal. There you go. Um, is there any, I don't think, I don't remember you mentioning it. Uh, is there any website we can get you at? or? Go? Yes. Yeah. Fijal.com. PGL.com. Yes. Thank you again. I mean that. Thank you so much. It's it was great talking to you. Wonderful seeing you. Yeah, thank you. Two days. Been looking at you. You've been looking at yeah, me. Yeah, we're over here just being goofballs, bouncing around, yelling and screaming. I thank you for taking the time to listen to my stories. I thank you for talking to me because I've, you know, there's been some stuff and it's nice to talk to people and kind of <laughs> have a sounding board and try to under, you know, because I'm, I'm trying to get this too. I'm trying to understand it. It's, you know, and I don't want to just dump pills down my throat. I want to fix it. No, that's a band-aid. You got to fix the problem. That's a band-aid. That's a logical approach. You got it, exactly. Thank you again. You're welcome. Ghostly Talk. Keep you satisfied all night. (laughs) 
I think I think between the uh, the heat. How's it over in your your? your it's hotter. It's it hotter. It's a lot hotter. They opened up the big doors over there. I was talking to John on the other side. John Teddy. Uh, yeah, it's still a lot hotter on that side. That's oh my god, dude. I hate to make a thing out of this, but this is kind of insane. Yeah, we got ice, but we got cups of ice and water and paper towels, and we're keeping each other cooled off with fans and whatever we got. So, how are you, Todd? Other than that, I'm pretty good. A little tired. Yeah. Well, we're this is the last, probably the last part we're doing for this thing for our show, and uh, yeah, I think we all kind of have a more solemn. It's the typical end of conference type thing. Everybody's kind of run down. You're excited to be done, but you're sad to see it's over. Yeah, yeah. It's the post-conference depression, they call it. Any getaway you're doing, you get that type of thing. Of course. How was your weekend, though, Todd? It was good. Talked to a lot of great people. Yeah. Got to meet new friends. Talked to old friends. Some people you only see at the cons. You get to see them again. It's good to see them. Yeah. Uh, Had a really good time. Talked to a lot of shops. Yeah, we uh, had a lot of conversations over here. I mean, I, I've been ramming this point the whole time we've been just sitting back here recording and even talking with people. It's, it's why we go to conferences is because, you know, I want to meet new people. I want to talk about new, interesting things with people. And most importantly, I want to see old friends, too, and hang out with them and like yourself. and yep. con, you know, hang out. What's up with your arm? Did you get cut or something? Oh, no, I'm cool now. It's like a gang initiation <laughs> you have. Like, He's got like a bandana. What is that thing? It's called, I guess, I don't know the actual name of these things. Yeah. But it's like t-shirt material. It's UV protective. Okay. It's a tube. And I you use it to keep cool when it's hot. Like in the other room, I've been using it around my neck to keep it cool. Oh, you got it wet? You got it all- you get it wet. Yeah. You get it down. And I actually got it a souvenir when I was in uh, Tennessee at the National park there in Smoky Mountains. Yeah, yeah. It's a map of the Smoky Mountains. It's a trail map. Oh my God, that is so incredible. So if it's pouring rain, you jump in the water, you do whatever, doesn't yeah. matter. Your map doesn't get wet. Yeah. Well, it gets wet, but it doesn't get damaged. And you can actually... You can still guide yourself guide around Guide yourself it. around yeah. the parks. So. And you won't get lost in the Smoky Mountains. Oh, you can still get lost. I've I would, been there. I, I hiked part of the Appalachian Trail, and we made one wrong turn. I don't think we hiked more than a mile. Yeah. And we made one wrong turn by accident. And we stopped seeing all the marks on the trees. Yeah. And we're like, I think we went the wrong way. And everybody was with us like, no, no, no. They'd only put those where there's a decision that you need to make. I'm like, no, they're on the whole trail. That's what I read about. Yeah. yeah. And we haven't seen one in probably you went off trail. 10 minutes. Yeah, you went, you we went off trail. You went off trail. It, you couldn't tell the difference between these two trails. Well, I told my story from Missouri a couple months ago. I'm not going to do it again. But, yeah, I, I was in a nature preserve, and they don't have markers. Ooh. Like, they give you a map, and they don't have markers. And the big problem with that is if you get caught in a thunderstorm, the paper map you have is totally it gone. Gets, it gets annihilated. And if you have a compass that's on your on your smartphone, that don't work either. The rain pelts the hell out of them and confuses and your phone. Them. Yeah, and so the phone doesn't like the water either. I it, yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, but it, I got, I made the same thing. I made a wrong turn, and that took me like two and a half hours out of my way. Oof, ah, uh, uh, yeah. I love hiking, but I stick to state parks now. One funny thing that happened when we were down there. It was uh, I don't remember where I saw it. It was either on the news or something like that, but. I was down there on vacation. Yeah. Of course, the paranormal follows you around. You do the ghost tour thing down there in yeah. the Tennessee area. The news had footage of this, I guess it's a gravity park of, I don't know, it, it's on the side of a mountain. I guess everything they do drags you, brings you down the mountain, slides. Oh, no, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, those are, that, I guess I never. There are a lot of them. I never heard that name before. Yeah, I mean, around gravity that area, parks. Gatlinburg and stuff yep. like that, that's all Water slides. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we just call them water slides. Yeah, gravi- yeah, gravity park. I know what you're doing. Yeah, gr- yeah, gr- yeah. But they show security forge. footage. Okay. A Sasquatch at the back of the, this park walking back there, and then it takes off. Now, I don't know if it was a hoax, but is if it's a, if it's a hoax, it was a really, really good costume. Okay. I mean, fantastic costume. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, work follows me everywhere. Sure enough, that, that, that later that day, I go by that gravity park to see what I can see. <laughs> Those are some great memories, you know, paranormal aside. 
uh, my family, we're all from Tennessee. Okay. So uh, we spent a lot of time in Pigeon Forge and stuff like yeah. that, too, which is... Crowded but fun. Pigeon Forge was just like, when you're a kid, our water slides, bumper cards, go-karts. Yeah, oh, yeah. Arcades. Mini golf. Mini golf. I mean, every amazing thing that you dream of doing on the weekends is all cram-packed into one little city. And it is the best mini golfs I've ever seen yeah. anywhere. Yeah, I it's mean, incredible, dude. I was and, surprised. And the Gravity Park, I mean, I, we just call it water slides, but I right. guess it's Gravity Park. You're right. I never experienced anything that cool. It is fun. God, I miss that I had stuff. a good time. Last time we went there, I got that same excitement. That was like about 10 years ago. I got that same excitement. It was me, my grandmother, Amber, and my sister. Uh-huh. And I was excited. Like, man, we're going to Pigeon Forge. We're going to ride water slides and jump bumper cars. And my grandma, who was, you know, very elderly, right, right. she kind of went to bed at the hotel. And we're like, all right, let's go out and play. And we get out and we're like, let's just go to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't do anything, man. Uh, it's dear older. Don't do the same thing for you. But I still had that same excitement. You know? It's a fun place. It's I mean, it's crowded, yeah. but it's quirky. Yeah. And I heard there's a, uh, I actually saw where it's going in Gatlinburg. They're opening a paranormal museum oh, neat in Gatlinburg. It's opening next year, so, but That's I got awesome. to see where it's going to be. I have no idea how good it's going to be, yeah. but something interesting. Yeah, that's something to check out. I didn't even know about that. That's yep. super cool. Didn't know about it until I saw a sign in a window that said opening soon. Yeah. Um, something, something. I can't remember the name of it. Paranormal Nodities Museum. Outstanding. So. I know you're busy with your table. Yeah. I know you got to run back. But, I yeah. wanted to chat. You came by early. I'm sorry. We oh, were it's all okay. Just running you're busy. Here. We're all busy. Yeah, it's, it's, we've, and we're it's winding down. a thousand down. people here today, so... Today, it was over 1,000. It was well over 1,000. They were estimating by the time it was all said and done, 1,400 to 1,500. My goodness. We're tired. We're tired. We're tired. I, I, I physically am drained now. And I know oh, you, yeah. you, our voices were uh, a higher octave just about yeah, a day ago. Yeah, my voice is cracking. Yeah, my voice horrible. is shot out. I've I know talking t- to people all day. <laughs> and I know tomorrow... And Monday especially. It's usually the day after when I really feel rough. Oh, yeah. And that's the day you go the back to work. Day. Yeah, you're at work that day. That's when the voice is just totally messed up. Hi, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> Todd, thank you. Oh, thanks for having me on. We'll be seeing you, I'm it's sure, in a little while. By. Off mic. Sounds good. See we'll you see tonight. You Bye. Bye. Ghostly Toss. <laughs> <laughs>